everybody, and welcome to another episode of Believer Marketing. Believer Marketing is so much more than just tips and tactics on marketing. It's a place where we gather with like-minded people. Now, you've heard that phrase before, like-minded people, right? And, And it's important to us as entrepreneurs to hang out with other entrepreneurs because people don't get us. All right. They don't get us. We're a different breed. I mean, sometimes I come up with this new thing or I figure out this new thing and I am so excited about it. Like maybe you have another project. I'm so excited. And I start telling my brother-in-law, I start telling my wife, or I start to, and I can tell that I, I get the look. Hey, who knows what I'm talking about? That look of like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> have you ever gotten that look? I've gotten that look all the time. But at this age, but at this time, I realized, you know, I can't do that. They don't have the same heart, the same mind. I, 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 and here's the problem. They look at your victories and they'll applaud you a little bit, but they definitely remember your losses. And as entrepreneurs, we have our share of losses. I've had deep, deep losses. Okay. If you've ever had a house being repossessed, because your entrepreneur um, adventures didn't quite pan out, then you'll understand me. However, as an entrepreneur, I couldn't stay down. And I thank God for the lessons I learned. Because of that, it allows me to be in a house today that's worth double what the previous one was. That's in a much better neighborhood. That's the house of my wife's dreams. I fulfilled that for her right? But I don't think I would have gotten here if I hadn't had the initial loss. So you see, everybody remembers that. They remember that. And now they see this new house and this new, I have a Mach-E. I love my Mach-E. For those who don't know, that's an electric Mustang. I really love it. So, you know, I bought it last year and people see that. And my family actually, in the back of their head, I think they're kind of waiting to see how long before the rug gets pulled out from underneath me again, you know? I don't know if you guys understand me. I'm sure you do. You're entrepreneurs. But I say all this because um, they don't understand the process. They don't understand that we learn from our lessons. And I've developed systems within my own finances and the way I handle things so that that never happens to me again. And I'll share in a different message how God really taught me that lesson and what I pulled away from it because it's been life-changing. And if you can apply it, it'll be life-changing for you. But I'll talk about that on a different podcast. The bottom line is for people to be understanding of us as entrepreneurs, we have to hang out with like-minded people. Now, there's a lot of events and you know conferences you can go to, and you should because there's a lot of like-minded people there, right? Um, having said that, when I say we should hang around with like-minded people. Can you imagine the difference it's going to be when you hang around like-minded people and are equally yoked? Well, that's what I created here. A place where you as believers can come, hang out with me as an entrepreneur and as a believer. I mean, that's like a double bam, baby. What can we not do? That's what I want to know. So I want to talk about that. Because we're a different breed, right? And certain different things talk to us in a different way than other people. The Bible talks to us in a different way than it talks to other people. 
you'll get a verse that'll just kapow you and it doesn't move other people, right? Because the message is for you. It's for your DNA. That's how God created you. He's giving you gifts, strengths. You are not the weird person out. You're not the one that's always like taking risks and failing. You're not the one who is dumb and careless. No, no, no. I know that friends, family, parents, whatever, spouses might think of you like that way. But that's because they're not an entrepreneur. They don't have the sin DNA. God gave you your DNA. And when he gave you the DNA, he made a winner out of you in that line. You just got to walk the line, but you can't expect other people to understand it. Does that make sense? Because it should. So I'm reading the Bible and I find a verse that speaks to me. Now, I probably read it before, but it never jumped out. And I've read it to a few people, and it just doesn't quite move them as much. But when I read it to entrepreneurs, God speaks. I'm going to share that with you today, okay? All right, we're going to talk about our boy David. That's right, David and Goliath. But no, 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 before you get turned off, this isn't your usual David and Goliath story that I'm going to talk about, okay? I'm not talking about the fight between David and Goliath, even though there's a lot to say there. Okay, I'm not going to break that down for you. I'm going to talk about the context. I'm going to talk about what happened before. And this is important because you're going to see David in a brand new light. And all of a sudden, you're going to say, I know this story. I've lived this story. And that should give you rise. That should empower you. Okay. For those of you who don't know the story as well, let me lay out it really, really basic. Okay. Um, the Philistines have Goliath, this huge guy, right? And he's taunting the Israelites. He's basically doing psychological warfare in there. And Samuel, the king of the Israelites there, and he's just trying to figure out, okay, who's going to take this guy out? And nobody wants to step up right now. David, who's a teenager, he's a teenager. He's visiting the front lines because his dad sent him to bring food to his brother who's fighting. Now he hears the taunting and all of a sudden he's like, well, hey, what? You guys going to let him talk to you like that? Okay, wait, this isn't anything different than I've seen before. Why is this different for other people? He couldn't understand that. And I'm going to go into depth about that, right? So this is where I'm going to take the story and see if you can identify here. Because, man, this spoke volumes to me. Woke me up on fire today. So David, this teenager, goes up to the king, Saul, and says, Let no man's heart fall on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. All right, I think we can all say, Samuel looks at him, gives him that look, and you know that look. That's you telling your family, your wife, all right, I got this. I got this great idea, and I'm going to do this, okay? I am going to do this internet marketing thing. Well, I'm going to build this business. I'm going to do this crypto. I'm going to do whatever it is that's got you on fire, and they give you this look. That's the look. That's the look that Samuel gave David. And then you know what comes next, right? They're either just, they're, here he goes again. They're either saying that in their head or they're telling you, look, look, just stop it. Stop it already. Stop it. You can't do it. You failed. You failed before. What makes you think you can do it, right? That's what people tell us. Our own family tells us, right? Okay. Well, Saul's no different and David's no different from that conversation because the next verse says, but Saul replied, you can't go out against these Philistines to fight him. He's just a boy. He's been a warrior from his youth. You can't start a business. You don't know anything about business. 
Those are professionals. They've got universities. They've got degrees. They've been doing it all their life. Who are you? You grew up poor, broke, ignorant. Who are you? Who are you to think that you are somebody that you can do it? Have you heard those words before? Hmm? I have. I have. Okay. But Saul replied, you cannot go against this Philistine to fight him. You're just a boy. And he has been a warrior from his youth. Then David takes it into context. He heard what he's saying. And he's like, but wait. In his mind, he's like, I don't understand the confusion. What do you mean? Why can't I? David replied, your servant has been tending his father's sheep. And whenever a lion or a bear came and carried off a lamb for the flock, I went after it. I struck it down and I delivered the lamb from its mouth. If it reared up against me, oh no, you didn't. I would grab it by its fur, strike it down and kill it. Your servant has killed lions and bears and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them for he has defied the armies of the living God. David then added, the Lord who delivered me from the claws and the lion of the bear and the bear, he's going to deliver me from the hand of the Philistine. All right. My message today, entrepreneur, is be like David. When they come against you and they tell you, you can't do that, you're just this. You need to put that into the correct context. That's your truth, your re reality. This is, wait a minute, what do you mean? I've been at this entrepreneur stuff all my life. I've had my successes. Some of them minor, some of them bigger. I can do this. Just give me a chance. I can do this. And if I have further problems with it, well, I'm just going to raise the stakes and I'm going to come back stronger because that's what fuels me. People tell me I can't do it fuels me. Problems coming and challenging me, backing me off, Oh, I just got to take a few steps back to pick up more speed and I'm coming against it and I'm going to win. You see, a problem, I expect problems. That's how I grow. I expect problems. Problems is the filter that keeps others out and allows me to come in because I'm not afraid of a problem. I can solve that. Anybody think like that? Anybody feel like that? Okay. This is David. I mean, it's amazing, right? And I love this because... He's got a passion. First of all, he's, been, he's responsible. He's tending his father's sheep, right? He's responsible. I'm responsible. I have a wife, a kids, and a house. That's what I'm, that's the, that's the garden God put me in to tend and to take care of. Okay, like Genesis, that said, God took man and put him in the garden of Eden so that he may care for it and tend to it, so that he may grow it, may be responsible for it. Okay, that's my garden, my family. That's what I'm allowed to attend. Okay, that's my father's sheep. Okay, and whenever a lion or a bear came and carried off a lamb with a flock, what did I do? Go in the corner and cry when someone tries to take what hurt my family or or, or try to uh, um, stop me from bringing bread home and feed them? Oh, no, 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 no. I get up and I go after it. No, 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 no. Okay, not my family. No, no. I I'm a mighty man of valor. I am the head of my household. It is my job to provide. I will provide. So I go after it. And if 
I love this part because it says, I went after it, struck it down, and I delivered the lamb from its mouth. doesn't say he killed it. Basically, he dazed it. Like, he taught him a lesson. Like, all of a sudden, that lion, that bear is like, okay, okay, fine. It's not worth it. You can have it. <laughs> you can have it. It's yours. But I love the next lesson because if it says it rears up against me, in other words, if it puts up any kind of resistance, I don't mess around with resistance. You put it around his neck, I'm going to take it down. I will grab it by its fur, strike it down, and kill it. You see, what the, what the word that gets me, it says, if it reared up against me, which is telling me that this didn't happen once. This didn't happen twice. This was a common theme, that he would go after it, and there would be resistance, all right? Because it wouldn't say if. It would say when it reared up against me, I would grab it by its fur, telling us that there was a specific time that it reared up against him. But it's not saying there was one specific time. It says if it reared up against me, which right, makes us believe that at the multiple times there was a big resistance that came up against him. Where are you at? Are you up against that resistance? Hmm? Are you at the part where... Saul says you can't go against this Philistine to fight him. Is that is that your struggle right now? Or have you cast that out and said, no, 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 I can do this. I am taking care of my father's business. I'm taking care of my family's business. I'm taking care of business. Okay, are you there? Or are you at the part that says when a lion and bear comes and takes what's mine? And, okay, I've got problems. Things aren't quite working out. I didn't see that coming from the field, that problem. Okay, uh, maybe it's a logistics problem I didn't see. Maybe someone uh, stole my money. Uh, maybe something happened. Uh, is that the part that you're at? Or are you the part that, okay, no, 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 no. Resistance is futile because I am going to win this race. I'm going to go over it, under it, through it, one way or another, I'm getting past it. What part are you at? Okay. Because I'm encouraging you to do like David. Grab it by its fur. Strike it down and kill that problem. Whatever the problem is, there is a solution. You were called to be an entrepreneur. I love this one song. I can't remember the name of it, but it's got a line that I really love. It's, it says, it's my turn to win some or learn some, right? Uh, win some or learn some. Because that problem is an opportunity for you to learn something you didn't know before and that others probably haven't learned yet, right? At least most people haven't learned that problem. It's an opportunity. So I encourage you today. I encourage you today, brother entrepreneur, brother believer, brother believer marketer. Let's be like David. Let's not be afraid of threats. Let's not listen to those naysayers that says we can't do it. Okay. Let's get in the fight. Let's know that there are lions and bears out there. And every once in a while, it's just normal. It's part of the game. They're going to come and they're going to try to take what's ours. Or they're going to try to deny us what's ours. And we're going to go after it because that's what we do. That's how we get things done. All right. I hope it was a blessing to you guys. I'll be back with another episode with some tactics, tricks, but also, okay, 
also the right frame of mind for us to do this. Now, remember, everything I teach or I share is because we're building a real business. So I say tactics and tricks and stuff like that because people like to hear that. But really, we're building a good foundation. And I'm going to have to do another podcast about foundation because that's what happened to me when I lost my house. I did not build it on the rock. I did not build my business on a solid foundation. And boy, did I learn. <laughs> we'll talk about that next time. Let me know if that's happened to you, by the way. I know I'm not the only one. When I've spoken at conferences... After the conference, people come by and, and, man, they're like, you're telling my story. I want to hear that from you. I want to hear that that what I'm sharing with you is hitting home and, and then we can do this together. Raul Meza, Believer Marketer, signing off for now. God bless you. God bless you.